You're listening to Life on Mars. Boys and gals, gals and boys, welcome, welcome. What what can I say? What can I say? Have we had a nice weekend? I was in work, uh, hence the radio silence, but to say, to say I have gotten so many messages being like, Martha, I'm refreshing your page. Where is the next podcast? We need it. We want it. We're here for it. I literally messaged Beyonce last night and I was like, Beyonce, like, just so you know, I know how you feel. I know, I know how it feels to be wanted, to be loved. Honestly, guys, I feel like Beyonce, thank you so much. I can't even put into words to say after this, I will be buying each and every one of you a drink. Okay, 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 now. I'm actually unemployed, I found out, at the end of this month. So that might not be possible. I'm, everybody's getting the shift. When this is over, meet me in the Martello, you're, just be like, I've listened and you're getting the shift, it's happening, fair play to all of you, like, honestly, thank you so much for the support, 1,000 people have listened, over, sorry, over 1,000 people have listened, I don't know 1,000 people, like, where are you all coming from, I know about 30 people and about 20 of them like me, so honestly, overwhelmed, just incredible, all the messages, like, I know, people say, ah, it takes like two minutes to send a message or whatever, but like people don't have to. The fact that people are going out of their way to message me on Instagram and say the nicest things ever, it just means the world. Honestly, you're all incredible. Now, exciting news, exciting news. I might have a little collab in the in the upcoming future. It might be happening, it might be happening. So a lovely lady came into my DMs um, last night and she is, she's just, she's light and soul of my life right now. I'm going to put that out there. And anyway, something might be happening with her. I won't go into detail just yet, but it's very exciting. I would be the worst influencer ever. I'd fully be like, so I have a collab coming up. I'm not allowed to talk about it yet, but like here's every single detail about it. And then the company would fire me. Also, speaking about collabs, I'm so annoyed. Like, I feel like when I was 14, I would have been the best influencer. Like, I feel like I was the person who got people wearing Sally Hansen. Now, I know it's a big statement, but like, I really do believe that. And to this day, to this day, honey, Sally Hansen's in my bedroom. No matter what tan I have on, Sally Hansen always just gives it that extra oomph. Also, crest teeth whitening. If you're sitting at home and your teeth are shan and brat because of me, you're welcome. You all know who you are and you're welcome. So, today, today I'm excited. We're talking about my favourite topic, subject, app. One of my favourite things ever. Yes, we are talking about Tinder. Now, I have a love-hate relationship with this app. More love, I would say, to be fair. Um, This has stemmed from many years. I've been on Tinder since, I'm going to say, after the first love of my life, James. So I'd say since I was like, what, 19 maybe? And it's had its ups, its downs, and it's had its back and horror stories. But because there's so many stories, I've decided I'm gonna split this into three. Yes, I'm giving you 
all the content but also every single detail like we're not leaving out a story we're not leaving out like I'm not gonna be like oh that one wasn't that relevant oh you're hearing you're hearing about them all so today is the first tinder podcast and we're starting off with disaster stories yes we live for the tea we're spilling the tea spilling the whole bloody kettle and I've heard somebody quote me on that and honestly honestly Beyonce anyway so 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 before we begin I just need to explain I use tinder like we all used to use temple run so remember like fourth year we were in school I remember we were doing our musical and around backstage there were signs up saying no temple run that's me on tinder I'll be flicking I'll be flicking and swiping 24 7 to find the man of my dreams which clearly not successful but there is some successful stories so anybody listening out there if you haven't been on tinder like you know those people who just always have boyfriends if they've never been on tinder like in one way congratulations well done proud of you and you're not you probably aren't missing out much because it's not your thing i would feel but for other people get on it just do it i love it it's given me so many iconic stories i cannot will not ever be able to recommend another app as much as this one um hinge bumble plenty of fish Bumble I don't like. I don't know why I've never liked it. It's just not for me. Hinge I do like. I've been using it recently. Shout out to my recent Hinge boys. How the hell are you? Keeping me company during choir. We are here for it. Plenty of fish. Terrifying. You download it. Anybody can message you. Within five seconds I had about 20 messages. And like I may think I'm Beyonce. But I don't look like Beyonce. So like I was shook to the core. Um, also many, many serial killers. Many, many. But it was also good good times to be alive. You know what I'm saying? So now um, I need to give some advice. I need to give some advice. So now boys, if you are listening. And girls, and girls. Sorry, we are not just you know sending this out to one gender on tinder there's a certain format i would go with where i wouldn't recommend certain things that i see boys do all the time and it drives me up the walls i'm like yes you are single honey you're single because you do this number one biggest rule out there don't have a hotter person in the photo with you don't do it to yourself i wouldn't do it to myself why would i want somebody to look at the photo and say oh jesus i hope it's your one on the left i hope it's her swipe and see that it's a little old me who was on the right don't do it just find the best photo you have yourself by yourself a nice smile show a bit of personality put it up there we will be living to see it we'll be so happy also sunglasses take the sunglasses off we need to know if you have a third eye in between your two eyes like honestly why do people just think they'll put sunglasses on cover their whole face for the next photo for me to see the real face just show us what you've got on offer be confident be confident boys and girls show us what you got number three group photos i don't need to know that you have a group of friends i don't want to have to sit there and have to like find you in there try to like spot you out from the crowd like this isn't spot the talent like i need to just see you know what you look like also i have so many options why do you think sorry so many options as if i meant options as in i've unlimited people i can swipe on not that people are an option okay you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying anyway like I can just flick left and then go on to the next person see them up close and personal and yeah like I don't need to sit here and waste my day trying to find you in a group of people you went to camp with in Canada last summer like 
honestly make life easy for people also i know you have a six pack ryan i know you uh, ryan but when you have your t-shirt on i can also tell that you have a good body i don't need to see photos of it i don't now some girls may like love a picture of a six pack and i don't know what boys tinder is like i'm sure there's a lot of like new day photos um and fair play body confidence i'm here for it love yourself but at the same time, I'm gonna be honest, if just my opinion, if I see a six pack, I kind of think serial killer in love with them self probably spends too much time in the gym. Even though I might get to eat both of our dinners on a night out, and I will never, I will never ever ever say no to that. So now another thing we must discuss. Not one word, not one word of a bloody lie. I told you all a few days ago on my Instagram I was going to be making a podcast about Tinder and last night sitting outside in the back garden with my main man Bars having a chat he tells me one of his friends messaged him telling him to go online dating. I am living buzzing I've wanted this for so long so obviously my mum passed away two years ago and you know Barry is a bachelor he's an, he's a, an eligible bachelor he goes for a swim in the sea every day three hour walk he's a good job he's a nice guy he's the best crack I want him to be happy also also I don't want to have to mine him for the rest of my life so if I could find a lady a nice lady like would be like ideal if you know we found a successful lady you know bring us up in the world with her um but anyway so I'd love him to meet somebody I'm all here for it so we're thinking of setting up a profile on Elite Singles tonight because he is elite and my God, he just happened to be single. So I'm so excited. So what a weird way that that ties into talking about Tinder today. The world works in mysterious ways, people. So Tinder, Tinder, I actually get excited thinking about it. Even though I'm telling you disaster stories, I'm still living, buzzing for it. So now... I have been on more Tinder dates than I've had hot breakfasts. And that's not an exaggeration. I love it. I live for a date. I think dating, anybody out there listening, I have a message to send to you all. Dating is so important. It's important for your confidence, your communication skills, your self-love, your feeling good about yourself, just everything. It's so, so good. Also, like I don't have many guy friends so it's good to go on a few dates to like you know interact with the opposite sex even if nothing comes from it just a bit of crack you know what I mean so anyway if you're out there and you're not a big dater or you're scared to do it your girl here life on Mars is telling you you need to do it just do it you've nothing to lose if it's a disaster it's just gas like fuck it a story for the grandkids do you know what I mean so anyway I've a few stories here that I am just living to tell you. So we need to start off with a boy that I like to call the red raincoat. So I'd say it was about a year or two ago now, uh, two of my best friends also, side note, every single time I go on a date, either somebody is in my house with me getting ready, drops me there. Like my friends are so loyal slash just want the goss, which is so fair. I'm here for it. So anyway, I arrive in the Martello for a date and basically there's a guy there and he's standing in a red raincoat. The raincoat really stood out to me. I don't know why. It just was, it was just interesting choice. Um, I'm a bit of like a, I like a guy with a bit of fashion sense and this just wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. Now, nothing against red raincoats. Rock them, rock them. Everybody, you do your thing. But it just, it wasn't getting me ready to do some fan you know what I mean 
So go into the Martello, sit down, we get a drink. It looks like the photos, tick. Nice guy, tick. But what I will say is, is that um, the first half an hour of our date was spent with him telling me how he's doing a PhD in how to um, make seaweed into protein so that we can eat seaweed so we don't have to eat meat. So yes, as you can tell, I was already falling asleep and um, two of my friends actually sat outside the Martello in the car looking in at us and said that I didn't talk for the first half an hour, which as you all know, you all know by now, that's a bit weird, it's a bit unusual. So anyway, this guy, he just got more fascinating as the night went on by taking out his phone and showing me photos of every piece of equipment he uses for rock climbing. I was like, oh my God, I want to jump off a bloody cliff after doing this. Like, honestly, he was talking about like, and I was expecting him up like, you know, a massive, up Everest, using his hooks to keep him alive. He, the muscles in his back bulging out. He's a strong guy. He's going to protect me. No, this is not it. He'd find a rock. He'd climb like two meters up and then fall onto a mat. I'm like, okay, I fall onto a mat every time I'm shit-faced. Do you know what I'm saying? I fall back onto my bed. Like, I can do that. I can, I can fall from a two-meter thing and land on a mat we all can but anyway that like it was in like it was interesting I don't mean to be rude any rock climbers out there fair play to you like I literally don't exercise so fair play to you um but it was just like showing me all the equipment was just very unnecessary in my life um and it went on for a while so anyway then we started talking about animals and I have a dog little Bobby love him he's a little cutie and um, my dog and he decided to tell me that he is a shed full of rats in his back garden and another shed full of pigeons so like I mean it's not really a household that I'm going to be going and like you know cuddling the dog on the couch I'm just going to be surrounded in rats and pigeons two of the most dirtiest ugliest animals in the world that I'm petrified of um yeah great great red raincoat thank you thank you for this um anyway safe to say I I was like oh well you know it's getting kind of late you know whatever and he was like actually yeah fair I'm gonna get the last bus and I was like okay great so we went to get the last bus and I was like actually do you know what I think I'm actually just gonna stay out and he was like are your friends out and I was like no but it's Martello I'll know somebody here so he left anyway said our goodbyes he went for a kiss and I just gave him a hug and it was fine like it wasn't too obvious we were in a crowded place anyway so like even if he was bloody prince charming I wouldn't have been kissing the face off him that is the biggest lie I literally shift the face off every boy seeing the martello on a weekly basis but anyway it just wasn't the vibe you know so yeah he left and I actually bumped into my friend so I was with him for the night we were dancing have a great time so the next day I wake up to a message from this boy this is tragic this is so tragic basically saying that he went to get the bus waited for 20 minutes the bus didn't come so he came back to the martello because he was like if she's out I might as well have a night out with her yeah safe to say he came back and saw me kissing somebody else I'm going to hell I'm a bitch I'm an absolute bitch I'm going to hell like why why do I do this like why do I do this safe to say uh I replied being like oh my god I'm so sorry I just got way drunk and I never heard from him again uh but anyway I hope he is happy with his pigeons rats and I hope that by now he's made it up Everest and fair play to him so next story, oh my God, this is actually just so iconic, so iconic. So this is one of the stories where I had to Brexit from. 
So I met up with this boy in a park in Dublin area and we went to the park and his name wasn't real name. So we spent the first like 20 minutes him trying to explain his name. So we'd been talking on Tinder and I just thought he was so good looking but kind of could sense that he might be a bit odd. But anyway, it was like, fuck it, I'll meet up with him anyway. So I met up with him, like what have I got to lose? And actually for this date, I had somebody in mind, my friend Julia, I was like, can you call me? if this is going badly and just be like Martha I need you to come and babysit my kids or some shite so I was a bit skeptical about this one so anyway I showed up so we're just going to call him Rory but he spent his name wasn't Rory but he spent the first 20 minutes telling me about his name and where it came from and his name was just blatantly a girl's name and it wasn't a real name so anyway that was like the first 20 minutes of our conversation so he was insistent that we went to this park like I didn't want to go to this park at all um but he was insisting we went there so anyway basically he kind of spoke like this he was like my name was rory like it was a very low voice my name's rory i feel like i'm not doing it justice but like that was kind of the vibes he was going for so anyway we got to this park and like he was tall he was good looking but just wasn't we just weren't clicking basically he brought me to this park because he used to work on it and had planted loads of stuff so decided for a date he would bring me around this park and show me every plant tree bush shrub shall we say that he had planted now i ain't no gardener uh i mean i if if anybody listening to this wants to send me a box of roses i would love you forever and always but I mean, it's not really something I aspire to be or would like have a, much of an interest in. So anyway, he sh- shows me around this whole feckle park. It starts raining. My tan makeup hair. I was getting stressed. And I was like, can we just go back and sit in my car? And he was like, I have to show you those flowers. Oh my God, I sound like an impression I do of one of my friends. Dead. Anyway, so he brings me over to these bushes that are all out, like dead. Like they're all dead. Like they're no longer alive. Like it was raining outside. It was probably September. Like they're all dead. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, Jesus, did you plant those? They're great, Jesus, they're all dead. Like, I, I tried to have a bit of a laugh. He was disgusted. It was as if I just called his him fat or something. Like, honestly, he was disgusted. So I texted my friend being like, please call me, please call me, please call me. So she called me. So I was like, I, have to, I was like, oh my God, answer the phone. It was so dramatic on the phone, like ask her performance. And I was like, oh my God, I'm really, really sorry. I have to go. And he was like, oh my, well when can I see you again when can we do something again or whatever so I was like oh um you, do you know what we'll have to see or whatever I'm a bit busy at the minute so anyway he goes to kiss me and to say it was like a game of fucking dodgeball he went once dodge two dodge three dodge like literally I had fucking whiplash from the amount of dodging I was doing so anyway basically I got out of it, went home. He kept messaging me all the time. So I replied to him being like, I'm really sorry. I just don't think there's much of a connection there. And he he just wouldn't give up. He kept going. He said that he could change. Like, don't change. Be yourself. Just come to the fact that you are great and you're a lovely guy. It's just not, there's not a connection there. It's something personal. So anyway, the next day or a few days later, I'm in my uh, course. I just did a master's and I'm sitting in our room chatting about this date, saying how awful it was. And a guy in my master's was like, oh my God, are you talking about Rory? And I was like, what the hell? How did you know? And he was like, Martha, the impression you did of him was so spot on. I could tell by the impression that it was him. So like iconic, but I feel like I didn't do his impression well for you guys. I apologize. I apologize. I'll just have to do better next time. So now, next story, this one. This one was, it was a low point. It was a low point for me. 
So St. Patrick's Day, rewind, I'm gonna say two years ago, and I'm maybe three, recently out of a breakup. So went out on St. Patrick's night with two of my friends, one of them left early, and then we went back to my friend's house. She had a free gaff, and anyway, we're in her house, and basically, I was like, here, come on, let's stay up, let's go to Martello, let's get more drunk, let's invite people over. And she was like, I'm going to bed. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I sat up by myself watching TV and drinking Prosecco, which like is only gonna go one way. It's only gonna go one bloody way. So anyway, I'm on my Instagram and I see my ex has put up a video of him at a party having the time of his life. And I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. I'm texting somebody. Somebody is coming over and they're staying the night and it's just happening and this is just the life I've chosen. So anyway, I get on Tinder and I've been talking to this guy. So I message him and I was like, hey, come out to my friend's house. Friend's house, by the way, right now you're staying over. So anyway, basically he's in town at a casino. Like sketchy, Martha, just don't, why? Why? But like he was from a local area, but he was in a casino in town. I was like, this is bizarre. So anyway, he got a taxi the whole way out. So when he arrived, it had started to snow. And I was like, oh my God, it's so romantic. It's snowing. I have a boy here. So we go into the living room, kiss. And from the very first kiss, you know, when you kiss someone, you're just like, no, no, this, that, no, no, not for me. This just doesn't feel right. Well, that was the exact feeling I got. And then he had to stay the night. So we can all imagine how not fantastic that was. So anyway, we're asleep upstairs in a room. And yeah, sorry, this is my friend's house. Why am I such a like absolute disgrace of a human? So anyway, we're asleep upstairs in a room. And this is a complete stranger, like proper, like little kids or anybody listening to this do not follow anything I do in life. Like I'm ashamed of myself. So anyway, I'm asleep, all cuddled up in the bed, having a nice little snooze. All of a sudden, he decides to pour a fucking glass of water over me. Like, excuse me? So I get up and I'm like, bloody cheek of you to pour a bloody glass of water over me. Who the hell do you think you are, you little cheeky fucker? So I go into the room opposite. I'm like, this door is open. If I even hear moving from your room, I'll be in. If you try to steal anything, if you try to take anything, if you try to come into me, if you try to go into my friend, I will fucking kill you. So don't you even dare. So anyway, the next day, wake up, go into my friend. I'm like, oh my God, I invited a guy over last night. He's in the spare room. And she was like, ah, Martha, these things happen. And I'm like, can you come in to talk to him with me? Like, we need to get rid of him. And she's like, no, not a hope in hell. You dealt your cards, This you dealt your bed, you can lie in it. And I, I unfortunately had to fucking lie in it with him. So anyway, I go into the room and I'm like, okay, can you leave now? Thanks, it was nice to meet you. Um, And he snowed in. He's fucking snowed into her house. Snowed in, could not get home. No taxis, no darts, no buses. So anyway, I just wanted to get rid of him so badly. I put him in my car, drive in snow, nearly crashed about three times. It was so scary. And the whole time he's like, you're nearly crashed. I was like, yeah, this is fucking hysterical, isn't it? I actually can't even tell this story in a funny way because it just fucking infuriates me. Also, what was so frustrating about this was the fact his dad was a taxi man. So I was like, yeah, taxis aren't running, but your dad's a taxi man. So just get him to come and bloody collect you. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, oh God, it was the biggest bane of my life. That was literally just the worst night ever. So anyway, that night I ordered Domino's after and life was good again. And we can't regret these things. Like, you know, they make us the people who, they make us the people we are, you know? So anyway, that night at like six o'clock, he texted me being like, just got home now, full stop. And I was like, I am so, so sorry. I am sorry, but that's just not my problem. So now the next story now this was quite iconic so this was the first boy who ever made me a mixed tape and the last so
so I went on a Tinder date with this guy and we were chatting before and do you ever chat to somebody and like you're fully you're both in love before you've even met and also disclaimer I always try to meet up with people like straight away like a week or two after talking I'm like let's get this going because I need to know if there's like a physical connection a chemistry all the kind of stuff that you just can't do over like messages or voice messages anything like you just have to see them in the flesh so I met up with this guy we went to Dundrum and uh, we went back, so we were into a drum, I think we got coffee and we had like a chat and it was actually grand. And then we went back to his house after, we were sitting in his kitchen listening to music. And that's when I started to sense that he was just a bit of a serial killer. So he had gone onto my Spotify before the podcast, obviously, and just looked at what music I was listening to and made me a mixtape, which scared, 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 scared. Also, he had glasses and he wouldn't take his glasses off. I was like, oh my God, let me see without your glasses. He wouldn't take them off. And I was like, okay, what's under them? What are you, what are you hiding from me? So yeah, that was kind of iconic though. Like he was a nice guy, but then just turned into a bit of a serial killer. So I got home and I just texted him and I was like, here, look, we'll call him Robert. I don't remember what his name was. I was like, Robert, you're like, you're such a lovely guy. It's such a great night. Thank you so much. Also, we kissed the kiss wasn't the kiss I wanted it to be. I feel like kissing somebody is such a deal breaker. I always kiss on a first date and I'd recommend it because if you think you could fancy the person kiss them because it will just tell you all you need to know, I feel. Even though I had one guy who was a really bad kisser but then after a while, a bit of teaching, you can teach them to be a good kisser but it kind of gives you an idea if you have the chemistry or not. So anyway, basically I sent him a text I was like here Robert you're such a nice guy so lovely to meet you you're so good to me thank you so much for tonight but I just don't really think there's much of a chemistry here I'm really sorry but like it was so lovely to meet you thanks for a good night also I'd driven collected him brought him to Dundrum brought him back to his house we sat in his house like he didn't buy me anything or anything like that but I just wanted to like you know be like thank you so much so anyway he replies being like oh okay well tonight I was really nervous so maybe next time when we meet up I won't be as nervous and I was like oh no you weren't nervous at all like you didn't do anything wrong I just don't think there was like a connection like there's you have to be honest in life with people as well I'd rather that than not replying to him so it's like no Martha I can change like I can change I can you know I I can be more outgoing I can be the guy you want me to be he was like I know you like ferris wheels next date I can bring you on a ferris wheel I was like the ferris wheel is not going to make me fucking fall in love with you like honestly so it just got a bit creepy then because he just kept messaging me being like what can I do what can I do what can I do and I was like nothing like there's nothing you can do I try to be honest and blunt about it but like yeah so got a bit scary a bit scary after that so the the most recent date I went on was probably maybe Chris before Chris no I was seeing somebody before Christmas uh not November not Christmas I can't remember. Oh my God. Oh my God. I think it was after the guy I was seeing at Christmas. Actually, I have no idea. Anyway, I'm going to say it was like three or four months ago. Anyway, like it wasn't a long time ago. So anyway, I went on a town and I went on a date into town. And now this was the biggest track of my life. So I had to go to my friend's house in, where does she live? Ranala. Get a taxi from Ranala to the pub and meet him there. So I'd been talking to this guy from Cavan, living in Dublin. His photos were delish. Like, oh my God, literally push your panties. Do this sad. Like, so, so hot. So anyway, I get to the pub and he's standing outside and I'm just like, fuck sake, fuck sake. You look nothing like your photos. Like, I wouldn't say a catfish, but definitely a bit of editing and just like nice angles. Maybe, I don't know, just looks completely different. 
Um, so anyway, I go over and like the whole time we were talking, he was like, I'm from Cavan, I live in Dublin, everybody slags me for my Cavan accent. So I go over, I'm like, hi, how are you? So nice to meet you, go to give him a hug. And he gives me a hug and fully like sheltered me in the face. Like it was like it was Corona was around at the time. He was trying to like keep the two meters while hugging me. And he's like, all right, how are you? I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm actually meeting up with somebody else tonight from Cavan with a Cavan accent. He's like, I know that's me, that's me. I'm mate, not with you. I'm James. I'm mate, not with you tonight. And I still drink a two. You know, but, uh, but, but uh, why are you English? You never once told me you're English. Oh, well, you know, I was born in England, but I grew up in Cavan and I got abused about it, so I never tell people where I'm actually from. What? Sorry, am I am I hearing this straight? What? Why would you not tell somebody that you're blatantly English? So anyway, the whole, re- okay, sorry now, this is the shortest date I've ever been on. It was 20 minutes. I'm a bitch. I'm such a bitch. I'm actually the biggest bitch ever. But I, I couldn't cope with him. I couldn't cope with him. We were sitting at a table with him telling me how he was in English. When he literally spoke like this, I I just couldn't understand it. Then we, I was like, oh, so like, what was it like growing up in Cavan? Did you like it? And he was like, oh, I played a bit of guy. I had to play guy, you know, to fit in, to make me seem a bit more Irish. Why are you so keen to be Irish? Like, I know we're all legends, but calm the fuck down. So anyway, during the time, like, I can't even remember. He was just so bizarre. Like, I would literally say the sky is blue. And he'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, that's so funny. And I'd be like, I did not say, I did not say one thing that was funny. He laughed at everything he said and I said. And then he, I, so he was like talking about himself the whole time. And then he goes to me, so what do you want to do? Like, what do you do with yourself? And I was like, well, actually, I... I've just finished a master's in radio and television production. I'd love to work in TV, radio. I want to present. This is my vibe. That's what I want to do. And the, oh my God, oh my God, listen up, listen up. I've got I've got a great idea for a show. I've got a great idea. I was like, oh, amazing. What is it? So basically, you have this one guy who like goes to somebody's house and he like trashes their house. And like, yeah, they have to like let him like trash their house for like a week or something. And uh, yeah, it'd be like really, really funny. I don't know, my accent has gone fucking crazy. And I was like, okay, so somebody just arrives in your house and trashes it and that's the show. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh God, I need to leave. I need to leave this date. I need to leave. There was, the conversation was so weird. I feel like we had a few weird conversations that just made absolutely no sense at all. Also, he kept mentioning the fact that he'd a really, really hot brother that I was gonna leave him for. So I'm kind of wondering if the person in the photos was his brother possibly who knows who knows but anyway so I ran up to the toilets called uh text my best friend just call me call me right now please 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 um and we came up saying that her boyfriend just broke up there I'm such a bitch I'm actually such a bitch so I went back down I was like oh my god you won't believe it my boy my best friend's boyfriend just broke up there I need to leave like I need to go make sure that she's okay and he was like oh she's been a bit traumatic don't you think I was like, no, why do I sound like I'm an Oliver Twist? I was like, no, her boyfriend just broke up there. She's my best friend. Clearly I have to go and make sure she's okay. Like, I don't know you, I know her. And he literally was so insulted. He was like, uh, at one stage, he was like, what a silly bitch. I didn't even do an accident. He called her a silly bitch. Like, I know I made this up and I'm actually the silly bitch, but like, rude. So anyway, go to leave. And like, he was just so angry at me. And he was like, well, you, he was like, you owe me a drink. You owe me this, you owe me that. I was like, do you want a fiver for the pint you got me? Like, do you want that? I'll give it to you now. It's just an arsehole. So anyway, 
wasted all this money on a taxi the trip into town but as we said girls we're here for it we'll do it anyway why the hell not story for the grandkids so anyway went home and Nula who did who did not just get dumped like I get home and she had dominoes waiting for me what an absolute queen like she just knows she knows how to treat her wife I'll tell you that much for free so anyway they are my disaster tinder stories now honestly I'm still a bit shook from a few of them, haven't recovered, but they've all made me stronger and they've just made me appreciate the good guys even more. And now there's no beef towards any of these guys. I'm not trying to like slag them or be mean about them. They're all nice guys, they're all lovely. And I wish them the best. And thank you, thank you boys for giving me this content. But anyway, guys and gals, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I have two more coming this week, one on being catfish. Now my catfish, catfish stories are my favorite stories of all time so get excited and then one about tinder success stories yes we do have some success in our lives so anyway thank you so much for listening love you all and enjoy the bloody sunshine thanks so much for listening guys and i'll see you soon love ya mars